Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. I'm gonna spell it out for you. Ball game. This dude was right when he called you out on his podcast. This is gonna end very badly. You ain't stepped up, you fell off. I'm not a good guy. You don't get a trophy for participation. And these two right here, well, they're my insurance policy. What? This is a great show, no enhancement needed. Hello everyone, how are you? My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. This is the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Liam McNulty. What's How are you doing? On? Good. How are you doing? So, yeah, I'm doing well. The flags are now put back into storage, and we are <laughs> off the battleground. The bamboo is being, steel-reinforced bamboo is being shipped away to a country that I hope never ships it back here. Well, it's India. It's shipped back because they need it, you know? Of course. They had they yes. Clearly had some prisoners running yeah. rampant Sunday night. Shall we go to jail? So, uh, so obviously, a big talking point of the show is going to be the Battleground pay-per-view that we just had this past Sunday. Yeah. And then, subsequently, the SmackDown episode was very newsworthy. Uh, yeah. we, the SummerSlam card is definitely beginning to get fleshed out, and I'm, totally. I'm, I'm fairly excited. I'm already, actually, a little more excited this year than last year. And by this time, last year, we already had the Brock Lesnar-Randy Orton announcement. And right. That match That's right. That came earlier in the complete. summer. And SummerSlam usually is a, a pay-per-view where they go for those dream matches. You know, they've done Sean Hogan. They've done mm-hmm. uh, Orton yeah. Lesnar. <laughs> they've Octopus done, in the dryer uh, that was yeah, Sean right. they, they, Hogan. I, I don't know why I brought that up. I feel like there are other matches I know. I, I get happened. your point. They, but they like, usually try and do like a WrestleMania-style dream match yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes. Uh, this year, I don't think they're going that route, uh, which I'm happy about. Last year was the first pay-per-view where both of the brands were together right after the draft. This year, right, I think right. it's good that we have two fairly strong brands competing, yeah. having, you know, matches, obviously, for titles and whatnot. But there will be matches this year. That's sad. Yeah, that that's is official. But, uh, but why don't we go get into Monday Night Raw first? Uh, there wasn't that much coming out of it that we hadn't really predicted. Or talked about, um, yeah. So totally. I guess we could talk about the opening segment, which is what we have <laughs> predicted for a while, where Kurt yeah. Angle essentially... Announced a fatal four-way match for SummerSlam. They made the match. Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, it is interesting because I guess you can wonder, even though storyline-wise, Kurt Angle was always going to say it was a fatal four-way match, but it makes you wonder who Kurt Angle was going to say. Yeah. his first inclination was not going to be a fatal four-way. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll never know, obviously, because the whole plan was a fatal four-way, but nonetheless... I, um, I definitely, that thought crossed my mind. Yeah, like, and, and the announcers also played it up, too. In his kayfabe <clears throat> GM mind. Yeah, right? It doesn't matter! But, uh, so, I mean, that's going to be an awesome match. I'm, I'm really excited. I think that all four men, well, obviously Lesnar's a champion. All three men are very deserving of this, you know, multiple number one contenderships. Braun Strowman has been on a tear as of late. Yep. Uh, as much as certain people on the internet who, I don't know, are listening to this podcast, hate Braun Strowman, I think he... Deserves to be here. He Who is hates Braun Strowman? A guy on a podcast I listen to. I won't name him. Well, I mean, he doesn't... What does he just think? He's really, he's green to be in the he, position Well, he in? hated the entire Wyatt family, except for Luke Harper. He thinks Bray Wyatt's the worst wrestler in the world. He thinks Braun Strowman oh, wow. has terrible promos. He's repetitive. He's boring when that's... Not you the know, case. No, the, Braun Strowman. The promo part of it can come off kind of very 80s big man-like, but that's his thing. And that's it what works. he looks like. That's what his, yeah, you, and you know, kind of has the to be The highlight right now. reel he has accumulated in just a year. He's only been alone for a year. Yeah. Um, and actually, 
maybe He's a little less than a year. Everything but around WrestleMania. Yeah. WrestleMania, they really shit the bed with him. But yeah, otherwise... definitely. But I, I also like that because they could have, not that putting him in a WrestleMania match would have made him stale, but it did kind of have him fight from, from the way up. And he had the awesome matches at Roman Reigns. And, yeah, and now yeah. he's, I mean, just this past week, I mean, that poor security guard. I mean. Oh, my God. Just the stuff that he does. How do that you do that? I the mean, first guy that he threw out wasn't that as was bad. That was rough, But though. after that one, I was just, I felt for that second guy when it was clear that. He bounced. When it was clear that he was going. And, wow. Just, I thought there was going to be a hurdle of security it, guys there to catch him. Yeah. And then yeah, I saw when the When he was mat. in there, you're like, oh, oh okay, my. he's going to land on a couple other security guards. Nope. And they and then they showed it in slow motion, and Kurt Angle just, like, literally, like, looks at him. And yeah. It was, it was great. But you it was heard a good... Michael Cole's reaction. He was, he was like, oh, he... Yeah, yeah, it was rough. <laughs> Definitely um, sympathize with yeah, that extra. I, I give those guys credits. indie wrestler. Yeah, those, you know, the indie wrestlers from the area who get paid, um, you know, I've heard... 500 bucks, 500, probably. 100, 200. I mean, I don't think I would... You Hopefully and I that, work at a restaurant, would, so I think can... that guy would 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 uh, would get a bonus for that. Yeah, I hope I mean, so. I mean, special circumstances. You and I both work at a restaurant, and I'd much rather work six, even if they're grueling shifts, and make you know not six shifts, probably yeah, two. I don't know. Make five hundred, but regardless, where's Braun at? Maybe three. But um, <laughs> anyway, if it's so... just once, you just say, how much recovery time do yeah, I have right. afterwards? But uh, so just really quick, we've predicted this all along. Many people have predicted it. Uh, but now, really early predictions, you know, who's an early favorite? Well, obviously, Wishful Book, the entire card, closer to the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But, you know, first inclination, anything that pointed out to you on Monday. Uh, we know there's going to be a triple threat next week between three, Joe, a Strowman, and Roman Reigns. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Definitely. Because uh, there's going to have to be a winner, unless Brock just, like, comes Shows and, up and but I don't takes know them all out, which is possible. It is. Um... Delete! Delete! I want to say for so for SummerSlam, are we talking about the match? Because the match next week, I would think Samoa Joe, because I'm pretty sure Samoa Joe is going to be the one eating the pin at SummerSlam. Okay. And so who does he pin Monday? Who does he? Roman. Yeah, I, Roman. Would, I, I think that Braun that's takes good, out Roman. Yeah. And then Joe somehow gets Braun out of the ring and pins yeah, Roman. I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think at SummerSlam, Roman's going to win the title by way of pinning anyone but Lesnar, most likely Joe. Yeah, so we a few weeks ago I went on this convoluted rant about Night of Champions and whether or not Brock would be defending. We now know well, you had your reasons. I mean, but we now know that Monday Night Raw is not getting Clash of Champions. However, just to throw another wrench in my plans or what I'm <laughs> wishful booking, yeah. Brock Lesnar is advertised for the No Mercy pay per view. Oh, really? So everything and I said about not working three pay per views in a row <laughs> goes out because he will be. Yeah. So I think he's definitely losing because. It's not if it was Clash of Champions, I would understand why he would need to be there. Yeah. Because every title's defended. Uh-huh. It's not. SmackDown's getting that pay per view. It's no right. mercy. So I'm fairly confident that Braun Strowman's gonna win at SummerSlam. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I know he figured out what, what? I was looking. Yeah. I don't oh, think they're gonna and do then Brock you think and Roman. Do Lesner, at they're not no gonna do, like no, that. they're not gonna do Brock and right. Roman at No Mercy. And I don't you think, think they're they gonna could do, do Lesnar and Strowman at No Mercy absolutely. in a one on one rematch. And also if you think about it, they've done Joe. Already, Joe yeah. and Lesnar. Yeah. So I think we're going to be seeing singles matches between all three of these individuals eventually. So I think that Braun Strowman pinned Samoa Joe at SummerSlam. Wow. You have Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. I'm not even going to begin to book that match because that's getting way ahead of time. Because yeah. I, I don't actually know how that could go down. 
if not for a screwy finish because yeah, so I don't Braun's even know be, if I gotta even get my head in that space. And Braun's then, gonna be champion after SummerSlam. Yeah, and then I Very think likely. you do uh, Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman at Royal Rumble. Roman wins, and you either have Brock win the Royal Rumble or fast, probably at win the fast Royal lane Rumble. or whatever it is win yeah, a win. number one contenders match. Yeah, I wouldn't like him. I mean, on one end, it if could Smack, be his last. Saying SmackDown wins the Royal Rumble. And then, yeah, Raw because, contendership is earned. Yeah, because in one end, Brock Lesnar, this is his last, it could be his last Royal Rumble. His contract's up at WrestleMania. So yeah. that could see yeah. maybe why they'd want him to win. Mm-hmm. Part of me would rather a newer guy win the Rumble and, you know, yeah. like a Sami Zayn or yeah, you know, something like that. But nonetheless, Cesaro. But, uh, but I'm going to stop it there with my booking because I can get it uh, ahead of myself. But, you can get pretty wishful. Yeah. So that's what we both think. Uh, in terms of other stuff on Monday Night Raw, we now know that at SummerSlam it will be in a very curious move. As of right now, it's going to be Alexa Bliss defending against Bayley. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bayley had a confrontation earlier in the show where Bayley and Sasha Banks basically had a friendly level of competition. Uh-huh. Sasha Banks did seem a little confident in her winning, and I saw a little bit of that boss start to unravel. Totally. Uh, which I like. Yeah. You know, I liked that a lot. The match was good. You know, you could definitely tell... Um, when I heard this match was being booked, I was really hoping that Nia Jax would come and, like, wipe them out right away. Yeah. Because they've done it once already, and they really held things back. That would and be a Sasha little, Banks won. That would be a little universal title... That would be the yeah. Like, the exact well, I'm not even thing. saying that it would be Had a fatal four way at SummerSlam. I just I'm getting worried with how much how much they're pairing them. I mean, it's yeah. only their second match. Still though, they've only been on the on the roster together for a year. So two matches when everybody wants the yeah. match is getting a little much. But it's a different dynamic. <clears throat> Worse, Sasha yeah, yeah. to turn heel on Bailey like straight outright tomorrow. Then you would suddenly want that match a lot more for completely different reasons yeah. than we wanted it on Monday. Yeah, but you could definitely tell they're adding some more stuff. The first match was very, very limited, you could tell. This yeah. match, they it was a really good match. I yeah, enjoyed it. Definitely. Uh, they still, you could tell, are holding things back. Could you tell? You uh, thought it even made with evented, the way, right? I, I do think it should have made evented. It, yeah. it would have... They've been putting the women in the spotlight. The women's championship should be a major title. Yeah. And what did main event, I don't think, was justified of main eventing, which we'll get into right after this. Essentially, Ambrose refusing to fist Rollins. Yeah. uh, Yeah. That just was (laughs) not, I don't think, main event material. Couldn't resist. Uh, So, but, uh, so, Bailey won. Sasha was also protected because I've seen that spot done before where the crossbody gets reversed into a pin. The leverage yeah. on the weight makes your shoulders. The yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks was very deflated after the win. You could tell Sasha Banks left the ring. I found it very, I found it weird that the commentators didn't expect them to shake hands or they didn't do something where he put out. I mean, now that we know the main event, something similar happened with the yeah. fisting. I mean, I guess that would have been different circumstances, but similar. Yeah. Not shaking hand, not yeah, fist bumping. Yeah, yeah. I do think it's weird, though. They've been best friends. They've been, you know. Bailey's well, been instructing her how high. to do her, you know, entrance for months now. I just find <laughs> yeah. it odd that Bailey, Bailey at least, wouldn't think to like look out of the ring and see Sasha leaving or yeah. put her. I don't know. I just thought that that was strange. The announcers just kind of let go of it. They make sure you ain't booty. I was gonna say I was kind of booty, but uh, it's not a big deal. I don't know. I just think the announcers are supposed to make sure you aren't booty. Yeah, and I just feel like the announcers, I don't know, Corey Graves, at least, who's the heel instigator announcer, could have been like, oh, Sasha Banks, the boss seems angry, she's leaving the ring. And yeah. The way the camera angle caught her rolling out, like, did, did you notice her leave the ring, or that didn't really... No, I didn't. didn't okay. Register. So, I don't know, maybe because maybe I'm so excited 
for this match. Yeah. And, and the heel turn to happen. Built it up so much. Uh, yeah. But I do think logically. Why? Because you think if they were to shake hands, that would have been an opportunity for Sasha to then turn on her. No, 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 no. I think that it could have been a reluctant handshake or Sasha could have still looked disappointed. Yeah. I do not think Sasha should have turned heel with Fifth Monday. Okay. Let me make that clear. Because emotions were Bayley high the way the match unraveled. Definitely. Like, towards the later part. Yeah. Obviously after the slap back and yeah, forth. Yeah, but even how Bailey, you know, now is number one contender, not only is she happy for being number one contender, but that was also her best friend that she just competed against. So yeah. at least in her character, I think she should have, but wasn't a big deal. I'm more concerned about why they're doing this match. I mean, Bailey yeah. has been. Yeah, I've had some thoughts about that. So, what do you think? Before, I'm you thinking. Know? Well, Alexa Bliss was on commentary during that. Looking amazing, by the way. On God, Raw. she's so amazing looking and being. Sorry, I had to say that. Yeah, her, no, it's her it's eyeshadow good. was it's important to look good when you're on commentary. Uh-huh. Well, um, even if she was backstage, no matter where <laughs> she was, but go. Um, but she didn't mention, to my recollection, anything about. Not only did she not mention anything about Bailey's, you know, not being able to get aggressive, not yeah. wanting to hurt people, being childish in any way, or her dad, um, but Bailey also, you know, as the match progressed, certainly wasn't acting like she, you know, you know I mean, they're just, they're wrestling. She's not, like, specifically just hurting Sasha, but she's not trying not to hurt yeah, Sasha. Yeah, she did definitely show a bit of aggression, yeah. As the match went yeah, on, yeah. I, I like the way the match progressed, because yeah. early on, they're trying to just do simple things without oh, hurting I agree, their yeah. friend, and then... It, kind of becomes more of a competition. That's what I wish the commentators kind of, you know, built up yeah. a bit to make that yeah. what I envisioned to be a handshake moment bigger. But yeah, I see what you mean. But I'm thinking the point of this match at SummerSlam, if it does wind up still being a one-on-one match, Alexa Bliss versus Bailey, could be somewhat of a redemption for the way Bailey lost the title to Alexa Bliss and kind of, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, because we had had problems with Bailey with her booking in that throughout that kind of couple yeah. months. So this could be a way to kind of make that up and, and let everybody know that she's overcome, you know, in kayfabe, she's overcome whatever whatever that was, whatever, you know, was even going on, if they even want to flesh it out. Like so she, you think you know, Bailey's Bailey back? Um, yeah, I guess. Well, uh, I, I just mean, I, I only mean insofar as to have a good program where they don't mention any of that shit and a, like a good really good match at SummerSlam, regardless of the outcome. So you don't... So beside your observation of Bailey becoming a little more aggressive as the match goes on, you don't think they should integrate that into the storyline going forward? Because I actually... Where I thought you were going with this is I envisioned, like, Alexa Bliss in the build-up taking a kendo stick out and then Bailey finally getting her redemption and, like, attacking her with it, either even during the match when the ref, there's, like, a ref oh, bump or something. Okay. So you do kind of integrate that in. Yeah. Does that I mean I do kind of like that idea, yeah. but I was, when you mentioned the kendo stick, I'm like, nah, just get it. I don't want to think about that. Yeah, I just think it'd be... Delete! 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 But in be- that context, it could work. And because they, they feuded so recently, fans... I mean, I'm not alone. I read Twitter, Bleach Report. A lot of people don't understand why this match is happening. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, And definitely. also, I mean, Bailey is the type of character where if you're going to have a redemption story, I don't think four weeks is going to be enough time to tell it. Like, yeah. just because all of a sudden, like, what changed? Like, we didn't see any, like, video packages with her before this match. Like, yeah. she was still being on Raw, just regular. Just being Bailey. Getting knocked out of matches by Nia Jax. Like, yeah. if they did a better job after that, building to this moment, I would have liked it, but they didn't. Yeah. So that's why I was sure Sasha was going to win. Yeah. So yeah, that's why sudden. I'm not a fan of it. Because I think yeah. it's way too soon. And I could see them taking the title of Alexa Bliss and... Bias aside, I do not think it should happen at SummerSlam. I just don't. Um, I think they're robbing the fans of an awesome Sasha-Alexa match that did not reach its full potential at 
Great Balls of Fire, and yeah. it was still a phenomenal close to four star match. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Just I feel kind like of, on the SummerSlam stage, the, by the finish, but. and both women's matches, we'll get into SmackDown in a bit, I feel like are picking the oddest competitors. Yeah. Two odd combinations Sasha, for think women's of Sasha matches. And, Sasha and Alexa with maybe a stipulation, and then Charlotte and Naomi. I mean, that would have been a good night for women's wrestling. And I'm not yeah. saying it's not going to be, because I wanted Natalia to win as well as my second option. And Bailey. Okay, whatever. I'm a little less about <laughs> Bailey that one. has one contendership. So I'm looking forward now. to what's happening. I wouldn't be surprised if something gets changed. I don't know how yeah. they do it, though. That'd it be would interesting. Be, it would be odd if SummerSlam didn't feature Sasha or Charlotte. Right? That's what I'm saying. It would be very odd. And I thought, what the fuck happened? I thought that maybe Becky and Charlotte would face Tamina. Well, we'll get into the SmackDown Women's Review. Yeah. But, uh, but the only other thing I'm thinking Yo, you mean of, like that already happened on SmackDown? Exactly. Yeah. That's my issue with it. Yeah. But, um, it already happened, and it wasn't good. How you doing? The only other thing, and then we can move on from the women's division, is that the only thing that I could see justifying this match happening, and even Bailey winning, is Bailey winning. They have a good match. They do attempt to bring the story full circle by having Bailey show aggression and right. whatever the case may be. Yeah. Sasha comes out to congratulate her, and that's where the heel turn happens, at the Barclays Center, where they have their In first Summer match. In SummerSlam, okay. If that doesn't happen, Poetry. And, and Bailey just wins, I just think it'll be too soon. I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. And I think Alexa Bliss is phenomenal right now. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll no, that would be poetic. goes on, but... Uh, that would be poetic. We're trying to write poetry here, yeah. WWE. Help us out. So, um, other than You're not that, rhyming. You're not picking good words to rhyme with, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. Exactly. Um, she was a thief. You gotta believe she stole my heart and my cat. Other than that, there wasn't much else. I mean, obviously, last week we had the reveal of Jason Angle. Or yeah. the Angle Jason. The Jason Jordan Angle. J- uh, the Jason Jordan Angle Angle. So this week. Double J. The real Double J. The real Double J, yeah. So this week, Jason Jordan is put into a match by Kurt Angle. He does an interview backstage, which. Too many long, people are a like too long interview. Yeah, and many people online are saying, "Oh my god, he like he's such a bad promo." While he was never the best talker, I do think some of that was very too smiley and too positive. Like I yeah, think that it definitely was, was. A, it was intentional. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he's oh, like that okay. good of a promo to like. Okay. But I don't know. You're I think he's turning heel eventually. He's, he's getting, they're getting, yeah. I don't building know. A little, he was just don't too, like, if you're just happy and everything's going right. great for you, like, and we've it, seen, that's not relatable. And we've seen American Alpha and NXT, and unfortunately they weren't spotlighted that much on SmackDown, but I've seen him do a promo, and it was nothing like that. Yeah. So, listen, I'm not saying he has all the, you know, he's a stone cold who could, like, you know, twist a promo around, but I think there was definitely a bit of intentional positivity and happiness to kind of mask everyone from the potential heel turn. And I think it's working because many people were like, God, what was up with that promo? Yeah. So I think he actually did his job. Okay. I think it was too long. Yeah, And definitely. it was corny, but I... Maybe I, intentionally so, I saying. believe so. Yeah, yeah I Hopefully. think so. Because I think that's that the payoff is, yeah. is, is that. So that he had a match with Kurt Hawkins. It was good. You know, nothing really to talk of. Yeah. I think that he maybe should have used the ankle lock. I thought that would have been oh, great. Oh, really? I was going to um, ask him about the angle slam. 
He used the angle slam? No, no. If he should have used the angle slam. Oh, I he think the he should have used both. The other well, I think he should have used both, but he's been using the ankle lock the before straps. this Kurt Angle thing. He did the pulling the straps down, which is something he always already he's done did that. Yeah, before exactly. he was Kurt Angle's right. son. So which I do like how he matter. actually emulated Kurt Angle before this so they could like yeah. make us believe that this is always like a you know, thing. You think but... that could have been part of it? Because Chad Gable never really did that, did he? Mm, no, because they have been asked about like part of the reason team Angle in the past, like... Before Kurt Angle came back, it was like, yeah. you know, they talked about Kurt Angle being like an inspiration and like the rumors of joining Team Angle. So that was always like a thing. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give WWE that much credit and think that like as soon as he came to NXT, he was like, and oh, if you, no, you no, know, no, I mean, because he did the strap thing, could that have been one of the reasons that they chose him as opposed oh, to someone else as, um, as the son? Well, I think they've been closely related to Kurt Angle as soon as they came in, just based on wrestling style, the singlets, the looks. So Both that's of them, pop- you're saying, with yeah. Chad Gable, too. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's possible. You know, Chad Gable didn't do the straps. No, Jason Jordan saying, like, definitely. Directly. So I think it's, it may be possible. Yeah, or at least um, factored into the yeah. ultimate decision. And then, last thing on Raw, the main event was a 2-1-3 handicap match. Did we alluded Se- to. Yeah, it was Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose versus the Miz Taraj. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do enjoy, I know that you've been struggling with, the, you know, the backstage segments and the promos. Yep. I'm still a fan of, you know, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Dean I'm Ambrose has some hesitation of... A Seth Rollins fan. How you doing? Joining up at Seth Rollins. Last week, the 2-1-3 and three handicap match was made. Um, again, this week... Unfortunately, it's the tired trope of the champion gets pinned. Yep. Uh, it worked this week. You know, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose worked well f- for the most Who part. Who got the pin? Dean Ambrose pinned him as the Dirty okay. Deeds, which I kind of wish Seth Rollins got the pin, but huh. nonetheless. Because I'm sick of Dean Ambrose and Miz possibly having another championship match. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to be happening. I think this is like a way to build Seth and Dean. I'm realizing, you know, we, yeah, we spoke off air about this. And I'm realizing how much I actually have to say about it, or how much ground there is to cover. Because uh, we spoke off air about how they cut to Sheamus and Cesaro, the tag champions, during that match like they had in the Revival versus yeah, Club match before. It was, almost, it was almost towards the end, I believe, yeah. Um, and then the commentary tried to play it off like they you know, missed perks of being in the Miztourage. Yeah. Um, like they were going to get a tag shot. And then Seth and Dean won. So now you and I started to speculate about the idea that that could be what they have in mind for Seth and Dean at SummerSlam. Right. Although an alternate theory that I considered was, given the whole dynamic right now between Seth and Dean, it would be very interesting, especially since Dean pinned The Miz to win it for both he and Seth on Monday, if Seth and Dean were put into a number one contenders match for the Intercontinental title and Seth won, and Seth won the title at SummerSlam, and he still wants to be buddy-buddy with Dean, but look at it from Dean's perspective. Yeah. This fucking guy. Are you Cali- kidding me? That's yeah. my belt. You're holding my belt. Yeah. I mean, that, that could, could lead- be... That could be cool. I feel like that would have to think. lead to a heel turn, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, okay. Oh, I'm I was just sorry. making sure. I'm, I'm running under the assumption that we well, all know my, my position is that Ambrose should have turned heel well, ages yeah. ago. Well, right, but no. No, I agree. Yeah, that was... A, I thought it was going to either be a triple threat match... For the Intercontinental Championship, and that would be interesting. Could still be. But with the whole Cesaro and Sheamus thing, I think that was very interesting. And I think that, again, A, we know next week it's going to be The Miz hosting Miz TV with Jason Jordan. And I wouldn't be surprised to add in the storyline of the whole Jason Jordan getting the opportunities that this leads to a Jason Jordan versus The Miz Intercontinental Championship match at SummerSlam. Okay, which lends credence to Seth and Dean in the tag. Right. Yeah. And also, Renee Young, during the WWE Network exclusive interview, said, you know, 
do you think you're going to be getting more opportunities now? The commentary team has alluded to it. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking that's going to be what the running story is that yeah. Jason Jordan is possibly taking advantage of yeah. or lied about. And Kurt this. Angle, maybe, whether he realizes it right. or not, is... Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that may not be the case, but I'm I, just having them is, unless it's solely to just continue that story, the Jason Jordan story, mm-hmm. I kind of believe that the only reason Dean and Seth took on the Miztourage was to flesh out their own story, which has been progressing nicely. You pointed out, I pointed out, I like how Dean isn't just accepting Seth like so many times in the past. Yeah. These rivalries would just become tag teams when mm-hmm. one or the other turns babyface. You know, at the end of the match, Dean and Seth hugged, but then Dean wouldn't do the fist bump. Yeah. Which I kind of feel like should have been reversed thinking about it now. I mean, Seth kind of forced uh-huh. the hug on. We, they like hugged. Yeah. Before the fist bump. What do you mean they should have been reversed? To Dean hug. should have tried to do the fist and no, Seth. No, no, I'm saying Dean should have been reluctant to hug him. Like, I, the fist bump would have been all right. Oh, but really? hugging would have been a little. Let's not blow this out of proportion. I don't know. I was like, why is the fist bump the no, thing the that fi- you're. I feel like the fist bump is is the place to draw the line because that's yeah, that's their. That's the shield thing. It's like a special. I know. I just wouldn't have hugged thing. them either then if that was the case. You know? I don't know. Well, the hug is exactly I like can buy that because they got only. swept up in the moment. Yeah. With the hug. I guess. Because um, they did it twice, I think. So, yeah. Basically, I think that this handicap main event was mainly to further flesh out the Seth and Dean issues. Yeah. The tag team title scene is interesting, though, because now Gallows and Anderson potentially turn babyface. I don't yeah, know if no, they're they were faces with that. Monday night. Right. So um, they said Washington is a good brother town. That's a And I actually think that nerd could become over yeah. if they do it the I right mean, way. Like shirts, It kind commentary. of already was. The crowd was kind of right yeah, there with them. But but when they did promos against like the Hardy Boys and stuff, like it was kind of like, Top really, nerd. like you're calling people nerds. Yeah. So like I feel like they need to frame it the right way. But it yeah. definitely has potential. And suddenly the Royal Tag Team Division between uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, the Revival, Gallows and Anderson, the Hardy Boys, and Cesaro and Sheamus Lock possibly, and in a couple weeks. possibly we Mr. Fa- yeah. yeah. Because we um, didn't see Seth and Dean on the horizon. Unless, see, if they're going to continue the storyline, then that's then you can't consider them like a solid face team, you know, planted firmly in the tag division. No, but you can easily do a segment with Kurt Angle backstage where Dean maybe wants championship gold. He sees that he can do it with Seth. And through a few more weeks of tagging, he's like, all right, I don't want to be your best friend, but if we can achieve championship gold, then, you know, yeah. Seth can say, I did it with Roman. I've done it before. So I yeah. think that there's an avenue to explore there. Am I crazy about Seth Rollins in the tag team title picture? No. But no. if it does lead to Dean Ambrose turning heel and Which it putting Seth Rollins should. over as a babyface more, then I think that'd be interesting. Totally. Also, I talked to you off air about how I wish that the 2K18 promo that Seth Rollins had, that was like his character, yeah. like an anti-hero, whatever. His shirt, and I don't know if this is going to change his persona, but his shirt says burned down, which it is actually... the 2K18 yeah. Thing. So I don't know if he's going to like change yeah. his character if it was a marketing deal for 2K18, but I, I was a said, little excited. I thought it said burn Seth Rollins down real quick. Yeah, well. It, it was kind of smaller. But uh, do you have anything else to say about Raw? That's, uh, that's um, all I have. A couple quickies. Big Cash tried to snap Enzo's neck. Yeah. That was weird to me, but yeah. we don't have to talk about it. And you mentioned off air how it's unfortunate, especially on the first night that their faces, Gals and Anderson, were supreme idiots that have yeah. apparently never watched WWE before yeah. because they don't know that when your opponents get distracted by somebody, what you do is you you put your finisher on them and you pin them. That's how you handle that. Yeah, that was literally every case. Yeah, that was except this one. That you throw them out of the ring. 
and you challenge because I we want to get the Hardy Boys. Like, what were they even? Yeah, what were they even going was, for? That was weird. Hey, diddle diddle! I said I got a riddle. And finally, while your universal title prediction is solid, yeah, expect to see the Shield reunited with matching red titles the Monday after SummerSlam. That's all I have to say about yeah. Raw. Okay, so let's get into SmackDown. We will begin with the Battleground card. Uh, pre-show, Aiden English versus Ty Dillinger. Not much to say. This match... English won. Feud has been having. English won. They had a pretty competitive, decent match. I mean, I gave it two and a quarter stars because there wasn't much at stake and it was a little shorter than I would have liked. I like English's finishing move. It's like a flatliner kind of thing. Yeah. And, um... I just thought of a really stupid joke. You want to hear it? Sure. At WWE Battleground, England beat Thailand. (laughs) That's... I told you it was really Too bad stupid. that wasn't a flag match, Spoilers. Uh, so then the main card began with a incredible tag team championship match. I absolutely loved match this of the match. Night. It was the match, match of the, of the night. night. I have it on my short list for match of the year contenders. You just made the list! Right now, could change as Not we go on. Not such a short list. But, uh, no. But, I don't know. I just thought that these teams have really great chemistry. Just the spots were really unique. It was mm-hmm. a completely different match than their first match. Yeah. The only thing... That I wish is that the Usos tried to escape again, like to play off of the first match. Like yeah. they wanted to get a count out. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. only complaint. The the uh, the springboard elbow into the super kick was, was awesome. amazing and yeah. looked as real as could be. Um just the near falls. I wonder why whoever booked this match decided this is booked like a championship main event. Yeah. I did not expect that. Kicking out of finishers, yeah. I mean, everything. The the midnight hour to the super kick splash combo to newer moves. You know, I just was so impressed. Yeah. The New Day are now three-time tag team champions. Yeah. Uh, I gave the match four stars. It was... Yeah. Appropriately so. So amazing. Uh, On SmackDown... I was wondering, I'm like, are they really not going to have the New Day on the show? Because I was looking at the time. Mm -hmm. And then I saw them right after I thought that they went to the championship photo shoot, came out, began to do the punch. Yeah. Brilliant. Excellent. I liked it a lot. Um, Solid reenactment. I like when the Usos show aggression. The only good thing for me about Token Smack being canceled is that the Usos don't play baby faces on that show. Because they really can be good, angry villains. And on that show, they were, like, joking around with Daniel Bryan, who's, like, the most beloved guy on the roster. And he's not even a talent. So that's the only good thing about that. That'll be a script. Script reads me. Uh, (laughs) Did you hear how Renee Young and Daniel Bryan had, like, a bootleg talking smack? I don't know if it was on, like, Facebook Live or something. Oh, smacking talk. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I wonder how WWE, like, felt about that, like, doing that. Because, like, I don't know. It was a little ballsy of them to do something like that. Well, Daniel Bryan, I mean, he doesn't care. Yeah, they can fire. He yeah. he'd be more than happy to get released right now. So uh, so yeah, the Usos essentially beat the shit out of the New Day, and I liked it because the Usos took out Biggie first. Yep, and then took out the rest, and, and it then was Biggie, good... and then Biggie came back. Biggie wound up coming back out. Uh, they threw Kofi into the corner of that LED screen. That looked actually pretty brutal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure he got his hands up, but it was a it was an excellently done. The commentary brief... really sold it. It was too. only like two and a half minutes, and that's why I realized that's what I was why. Thinking. They weren't on the show to that when point. When you introduced it that way. It's a good way. Yeah. That's a good way. They're getting smarter about yeah. featuring Absolutely. more talent on the show. Even, you know, just they're getting smarter. Yeah. So yeah, anything else to say about the match or, you know? Um, no, it was a great match. I mean, what, you know, what is there to say that you didn't already say? It's a great match at the pay-per-view and it should be a great uh, match at SummerSlam, rematch at SummerSlam. Yeah. About that. You don't think so? No. <laughs> Wait, about which part? That it's going to happen? That it's going to happen? It's not going to happen? Uh, well, at WrestleMania, it didn't. About that. So, 
I wouldn't be surprised if it's either relegated to the pre-show oh, the, the or Smackdown. S- you mean at WrestleMania, the SmackDown tag titles got bumped, right? Okay, well, not bumped. It just wasn't but on the card never at got all. Scheduled, yeah. So I mean, I think it'll happen, but I don't put anything past them. Yeah. God damn, pal. And then just really quick, because we could talk about two matches here. We went over English versus Dillinger. Sami Zayn, Mike Kanellis also were out of order, but just to talk about the tag match on SmackDown for literally yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 seconds. Sure. Sami Zayn defeated Mike Kanellis. Mm-hmm. Two and a half star match. Gotta say, though, I found, and people may be thinking that I'm crazy, I enjoyed Sami Zayn and Mike Kanellis more than I enjoyed the flag match. Because I feel the like they had, they had a simple story built stupid. in. They played back to the SmackDown match, and Sami Zayn can make anyone look great. So I yeah. enjoyed the match. Yeah, I mean, I only gave yeah. it two and a half stars, but for it what they like, did in that short amount of time, I just I thought it was decent storytelling, and I think it just felt like very similar to the match that they had already had on SmackDown up until the slight the tweaking yeah, at the end. Yeah, so and then on SmackDown, they basically combined the two feuds: Sami Zayn and Ty Dillinger defeated Aiden English and Mike Kanellis. I mean, I don't know why they brought Mike Kanellis in at this point. I mean, it's not really a big talking point, well, but I'm yeah, wondering where he goes from here. Big picture. But um, don't underestimate the power of love. So then after that, we then go into the Fatal Five-Way elimination match for yep. the number one contendership for Naomi's title. Roman! Uh, whoa! Man! Whoa! Man! So, well, I'll talk, about, I'll talk about the match first. So I enjoyed it. I gave it three and a half stars. People don't like the whole eliminating everyone at one thing. I felt like it worked in this match because, you know. The way they went down because of the way they, yeah. the way it happened. So Lana, the I Lana, will admit, the Lana and she had a, a pretty Tamina big thing. botch in this match. I mean, yeah. it was bad. But the Lana and Tamina thing, too. I guess maybe it was in part because of that, but they, they just, they were trying to get the point across that Lana was helpless without Tamina in the match, but. They didn't really the the match up to that point. It wasn't Tamina wasn't particularly like saving Lana a whole lot. No, she, she did look impressive and yeah. posing and whatnot, throwing everyone out. But I no, just, I see what you mean. Yeah, in terms of them saying that afterwards. So, but I did like psychologically how Becky Lynch tapped out Tamina, so Lana knew that that was she was fucked after that because Lana was on her own. I do kind of wish that Lana would have gotten a pinfall on Becky though, like a roll up or something. I don't know. Just to listen, they made the choice. To put her right into title contention and championship matches. Lana, yeah. If that's the case, and I understand this whole she's new, she's green. JBL on SmackDown even said it, how sometimes she looks like she doesn't belong in there. But other times, you know, when he was saying it, she was exhibiting a hold on Becky. You need to balance that. You know, don't make her a complete loser who can't wrestle because you've had her, you know doing moves that even Marie could never do. Yeah. So she's already above that level. So yeah. I'm not saying paint her like Sasha Banks, but I think in terms of storyline, it would have been cool to have Lana take out Becky. That wasn't the case. Becky took out Lana. Natalia very smartly rolled up Becky. It was down to Charlotte and Natalia. They are the chemistry between them just never dies, ever, mm-hmm. never will. Really great match. Almost make a really good SummerSlam match. Yeah. Those two. Yeah, right. And so people are, again, are complaining about the way this match ended, how Natalia executed a schoolboy. Yeah, I don't get that. Charlotte's head hit the bottom row. I don't get that. That looked pretty pretty hardcore. Yeah, not to mention Charlotte eliminated Sasha Banks the exact way at WrestleMania. So in my eyes, it was kind of like, uh, what's the Poetic? Poetic. And I don't think they would ever, commentary would ever say, like, oh, that's the way Charlotte. But I, you know, I think people paying close enough attention would have maybe saw that. So I liked it a lot. Natalia looked great. And I think Charlotte 
and Naomi is a bigger SummerSlam match. But I have been saying for months that I don't like how Natalia is not getting the spotlight she deserves. Yeah. She's not going to be around that much longer. Yeah. And I'm so happy she's getting a championship match. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately, I see Naomi just beating her as like a way to add a notch to her belt. I, Why, I mean, what makes you say that? Because you were talking about Natty winning the five-way and the title at SummerSlam before Battle. Well, that's what I want to happen. But when I thought about it more, like, Naomi took down Lana, and that was a month of another. But Naomi has only defended the title against Alexa Bliss and Lana. So, yeah. I, I, you know, her third challenger losing, I, I don't know if I see that. Natalia is a heel, so she can get away with, you know, Naomi has a knee injury. So maybe if they integrate yeah. that into the story of the sharpshooter, I would love it. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't be surprised if Naomi beats Natalia. Maybe you even have Carmella cash in there in New York. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. But, um, and then on SmackDown, it was a match that I would have booked for SummerSlam, maybe even the pre-show, but at least a way to get them on the card. Yeah. Becky and Charlotte versus Lana and Tamina. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could have really built Lana and Tamina's partnership. Maybe do like a jobber tag team match. Yeah. Like Lana and Tamina versus a few unknowns, maybe an NXT women tag team, you know, whatever. Yeah. But they didn't do that. They did it this week. And, you know, the crowd, I have to say, they decided, first of all, Lana still gets huge pops. Okay. She she tags, she gets tagged, she gets popped. And then she gets a tag, she gets a pop. And then she does a... She gets a tag, she gets a pop. And then she does a a picture-perfect suplex and a pretty innovative submission headlock that wasn't like a regular headlock. And that's when the fans decide to chant, you can't wrestle. Like, you don't do it at Battleground when she misses a yeah. kick. She looked good. Yeah. And JBL was even saying, like, she's taking control of Becky Lynch right now. Yeah. She looked confident. Yeah. She's going to have those missteps. But don't chant that at her when she's literally doing something that Charlotte could be doing right yeah. now. You know what I mean? So that Come bothered on, thousands me. of fans. And don't get me wrong. Lana is... You guys all read the script, right? Lana is nowhere near where she probably should be to be in the main roster. But I think she's doing just fine still. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anything... she's, I mean, she's, she's doing, she's doing okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think that's weird with Vince... with her character. Yeah. I'm don't curious get me wrong. where they're going with Tamina and Lana. Yeah. Do you think they might turn Lana babyface? Uh, no. Cause I, I definitely haven't felt, gotten that impression. I kind of felt sympathetic for Lana when she was like on the ground and Tamina was yelling at her. Like, I don't know. I feel like they could really? I kinda eventually like, build yeah, up to that. that's appropriate. She just tagged herself in to immediately lose the match. So I would be pissed too if I were to Yeah. Be but then people look at Tamina though and they're like. You know, unfortunately, Tamina has never been built That's up. That's a good point. You know what I mean? People like, look at Tamina and they go, but who the fuck are you? Yeah. And then even when Shane McMahon introduced her after the shakeup, it was like yeah, fourth was generation superstar, Char, oh, Tamina. It was oh, a no. joke. Yeah. So I don't know. The but, punchline um, was, no, it's just Tamina. So anything to say about the women's division or where it's going or prediction for SummerSlam? I don't know. Do they just have this match and the rest of the women's division is left off the card? Uh, I have to imagine Charlotte's going to be somewhere. Maybe if they do Charlotte and Lana even, like they do a little program, Charlotte just beats her straight up. Anything to Charlotte Charlotte and anyone else, that would be better. Yeah, but I could see them, I could see Lana talking up a game and then Charlotte, even if it's like a squash match, just to get Charlotte on the card. I'm not saying Lana should beat her, but. um, Yeah, it's going to be a pretty stacked card. Yeah, but. um, Um, I don't. I, don't, I could see Natty winning the yeah, title. I, listen, I really hope she does. Yeah. I think she deserves it. The, yeah. Their promo on Tuesday, too, short, sweet. I liked it a yeah. lot. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not too crazy about the new belt. 
you know, I I, oh, the, I, I the, think it works. The glow? Yeah, I think it works for Naomi's like it. character, yeah. but I like that Natalia pointed that out because she comes from a very traditionalist wrestling background. So yeah, I like that. Totally, me too. Um, and yeah, that's a good point. So then we, I guess we can get into the United States Championship picture because it's a bit to dive into. Yeah. So obviously AJ Styles had just won the title back at an untelevised event in Madison Square Garden. He just won the title for the first time. Yeah. For the first time, yeah. So this is AJ Styles, Kevin Owens at Battleground. He's now just won the title. Here's back. this Spoiler this match alert. was really weird. I mean, that's literally I think the only adjective I could summon up is weird. Yeah. I gave it three and a quarter stars, which is a very which decent, generous good based match. On what I know you've thought about it but what they did between the ropes was good wrestling they are yeah. impossible in my eyes those two together are putting anything below a three and a half star match i mean yeah. i just don't know how it's possible yeah so i feel like they both just didn't seem like interested in this match and i don't know if like they're two veterans and they wanted to try something different so there wasn't a lot of high moves there wasn't a lot of false finishes yeah i don't even think there was any finishes there was no styles clash there was no forearm. Well, at the end, with there was the, a calf well, crusher. Was out. Yeah, there was a calf, one calf crusher. But I don't know. I just feel like the tag title match would have been the U.S. title match because they have this built-in animosity. They had a really great match at Backlash that had that ending that I liked to carry it on. Many people yeah, didn't the count out. Where there AJ was no, call, I would have even maybe done a callback to that. Try maybe Kevin Owens' foot gets stuck. He did, he doesn't get counted out. Yeah, but something to like. They're capable of this. Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Their series wasn't, like, so incredible, but the psychology was amazing. So I know yeah. Kevin Owens is capable of, of it. And listen, it wasn't a bad match, but the ref bump, I don't know why it was done. It was completely inconsequential, in my opinion. Yeah. Because you're thinking, all right, well, Kevin Owens is going to tap. Yeah. Ref's not going to see it. Which Kevin he, Owens is going to retain. Yep. Didn't tap, which I'm almost wondering if, like, Kevin Owens was, like, well, instructed retained. to yeah. uh, win it back. Yeah. I was wondering, like, did Kevin Owens, like, decide to, like, screw, like, what he, did he not want to tap? Is he yeah. taking some moral high ground here? Like, like is he, go, is he going off script? And yeah, not like, yeah. I can't think of, and then. I don't read script, script reads me. The referee. Maybe the ref wasn't supposed to bump. I've heard that theory floated. Well, Renee Young, during Talking Smack, was like, you very intentionally knocked down the referee. So what was your intentions? And Kevin Owens was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So I feel like the bump was intentional. But it was just so dumb because yeah. then there's multiple cross faces, which, by the way, AJ Styles' shoulder was like being worked on the entire match. Yeah. And that definitely takes some shoulder neck power. Yeah. So it was weird to even have him do that. Uh -huh. Then it was Kevin Owens reversed it again. And then AJ Styles reversed it into a pin that was actually similar to the SummerSlam match between Sasha Banks and Charlotte where Sasha Banks had the bank statement and Charlotte backed her up for the yeah, pin. Yeah, rolled her over into it. Okay, so the referee comes to KO, has a pin for at least three seconds. I think that there was a pinfall already. Something, you know, AJ Styles was going to kick out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One, two, three. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, AJ smiled right after the thing. Something, all right, so the story is going to be that both their shoulders were down. Commentators completely ignore it. Yeah. AJ smiles. So not said, only was AJ Styles pinned, he was pinned for almost six seconds. Yep. I don't know what the point it of was, it was. It was very strange. Um, he didn't kick out. There was nothing, you know, nothing remotely resembling a, an attempt to kick out. So before I get to your feedback, we'll go into SmackDown. SmackDown is open with Kevin Owens very happy about winning. He says how he's yeah. not going to defend the championship tonight. He says how the U.S. Challenge will come back next week. 
AJ Styles <laughs> comes out, says he wants his rematch. Kevin yeah. Owens says, I just told you in that wrestling. Then we hear, Right. Uh, good pop. Really excited. Was not expecting it. So Chris Jericho That's comes back. Beside the fact that I spoiled it for myself on Twitter beforehand, yeah, it still was work. cool. Yeah, we were both at work. Completely unacceptable. Uh, God, no, not unacceptable. Completely unexpected. Unexpected. Um, so eventually, this all leads to Chris Jericho saying, "I'm still owed a rematch." AJ Styles saying, "I'm still owed mm. a rematch." Shane McMahon comes out. Oh, and what I really liked is how Kevin Owens just left the ring. Did you notice that? Yeah. That was so good. And Jericho barely caught so, him before he yeah, got to the back. That was so funny. The way the camera panned around, like, yeah. all you see is Kevin Owens walking. Yeah. Like, on that room. It was so good. <laughs> He's just so amazing. And then, just... so Shane McMahon stops him, which is something else I'm afraid of, but I'll get into that a little bit after this. Shane McMahon stops oh, him. God. Yeah, I know. Shane McMahon stops him, announces a triple threat match in the main event later on tonight. Yeah. Get to the match. Phenomenal match. Yeah. You can make the argument that, I mean, I don't know where they're going right now, so I'm not going to say that this should have happened at SummerSlam, but right now I'm going to say this should have happened at SummerSlam. The triple threat. Yeah. yeah. Maybe next week it'll change. Yeah. Uh, really, really awesome match. Chris Jericho looked, I don't know what it was. I feel like this match, he looked better than almost his entire run he just had. Just, he dominated, I mean, between yeah. the walls of Jericho and every. I mean, unless they booked him to look that strong, but still having that agility, the walls of Jericho, walls of Jericho, code breaker, walls of Jericho, yep. it was just, he was on. Yeah. It was a really great match. Uh, that was, one just sequence time away, like, it. he, you know, yeah. he comes back refreshed. That one sequence, the, the drop kick, avoiding the phenomenal forearm where yeah. AJ Styles had caught up on the ropes. Yeah. The super kick, Pele kick, whatever Jericho did, that sequence towards the end just. That'd be an insiguri. Great stuff. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens does a powerbomb on Jericho, which I thought that was going to be it. Jericho kicks out. Yeah. I was surprised about that. Yeah. And then eight, Kevin Owens goes for another frog splash. AJ runs in, sick. throws him out, pins Jericho. One, two, three. Interesting way to have AJ win because that's generally something that heels do. I yeah. mean, I get it. You want to win the championship, and it wasn't done in a cost, heel yeah. way. But Actually, Owens had done it to AJ earlier in the match. And it did make sense why Jericho would get pinned. He just got the power bomb and now a frog splash. Totally. That I like. So he too. doesn't look weak, but it is a little strange that he just showed up basically yeah, to get pinned so, if he's if he is indeed gone for and, now. And with the and with the promo by Kevin Owens to end SmackDown, he's so, you know, I didn't even know it was supposed to happen. Jericho wasn't supposed to be here. It is weird how they're flip flopping the US championship, but I do think that it added a shot of adrenaline to SmackDown. Yeah. Because Battleground was very lethargic as a whole. Definitely. So it definitely Gave me some, ex you know, I was excited for the product. Next week, there's already going to be a rematch. Kevin Owens, AJ Styles. Yep. Oh, wait, I didn't think, I didn't catch that. They announced the U.S. title match next week? Yeah, Kevin Owens said next week I, I want I my rematch. I mean, I guess Shane McMahon has to approve it, but I'm, oh, I'm yeah, pretty no. sure that, like, that's going to happen. Because I would think they would just do that match at SummerSlam. That's, well, it could have, like, a screwy like that's, ending That's or why something. you would have AJ win the title back without yeah, Kevin Owens. I almost wish, as as good as it was, I kind of wish Cesaro and Sheamus and the Hardy Boys didn't have an Iron Man match at Great Balls of Fire, because I would love to see an yeah. Iron Man match with these two. Not like saying they can't do it, but I don't think they will. Maybe yeah. two out of three falls, which they also did with the two Hardy Boys and Cesaro and Sheamus, yeah. but I think that... I think it's going to definitely Jesus, lead to Hardy a stipulation. Hardy Boys, Cesaro, and Sheamus. Save some for the rest and, of us, please. And a cage match they had, too. So that's, yeah. But, but yeah, I think that next week's going to end in some some scuffle. It's not going to main event because, well, I'll say that in a minute. But um, <laughs> Or at least I hope oh, it doesn't, dude, I hope it doesn't main event. I don't think they're going to do KO versus AJ and that match in the same night. That would be No, they are because the JBL Smackdown said, are you, being, are you joking? Because that's what JBL said. And I was like joking how he's always like, 
like, next week it's going to be Shinsuke, John Cena. This is going to be the greatest episode of SmackDown. He literally said that's like, sell No, it. but did he say KO and AJ? Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. Go back and watch it. I, I'm huh. like 98% sure it's happening. Kevin Owens He wasn't said just agreeing it. with Kevin Owens as a heel, like, oh, the heel said No, JBL was acting like, true. this is what's happening next week, wow. like selling us on next week. Yeah. Wow. So I'm like 98.5% sure that's yeah. what's happening. Because I know from Daniel Bryan that even John Cena can't make a match. Right. So Kevin Owens can't make a match. So uh, I guess get into what your thoughts about the United States Championship picture, I guess, and um, everything. You know, I said it. I, th- I think that they should stretch this out and do Kevin Owens and AJ at SummerSlam. And I'm going to borrow your idea of the two out of three falls match. Yeah. And that's, I, I mean, what more could you ask yeah. for? The, battle, the, the battleground so, match, would you agree that it was on the underwhelming yeah, oh yeah, side? No, the battleground okay. match was clearly far from their best effort, the okay. two of them. Yeah. The finish just totally yeah. screwed it. I yeah. thought the match leading up to it right. wasn't as bad as it seems like others thought it was. Exactly, that's right. Um, like that's I enjoyed I gave it watching three and the it. Yeah, yeah. Just the finish obviously kind of came out of nowhere, right. like the way it went down. Yeah, should we keep talking about that or should we move on to the... Uh, well, just my my last question would be, do you think Jericho is somehow on the SummerSlam card or do you think maybe this is just a way to... I don't know. I, I'm know. getting the impression that he was gone, that yeah. it was just a one-night thing. Because it was very, it was strange to just yeah. suddenly have him on SmackDown yeah. two nights after the. I mean, I do see the function of Kevin Owens being angry, not getting pinned. Like I do see that as a means to really. I mean, he gets the championship rematch, uh, but to really continue it now because Kevin Owens wasn't pinned, and yeah. we all know how he's like a conspiracy theorist. Also, this I don't want to get into this a lot, but. Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon had a pretty heated exchange backstage. Yeah, you alluded to this so a minute ago. I don't, you know. So what is that, Survivor Series? Oh, is that Summer? No. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that could be the why they're doing the match next week. Kevin Owens takes his frustration out on Shane, but that would be such a repeat of AJ. But yeah. it would be poetic that AJ and Kevin Owens would be the match because AJ just had a match with Shane. I don't know. I feel like the bookers could find a way to, like, tie this all somehow. Yeah. But I don't want it. Let yeah, me make that clear. I don't yeah, want yeah, it, yeah. but uh, I guess we'll see where it goes. Yeah, because then what do you do with AJ? I mean, for starters, you're just gonna wrap up. Well, Kevin you could do AJ, AJ Rusev real quick after you had a mediocre match at their last pay per view oh. meeting, and then so you're gonna do that so that you can do Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. Listen, like, I I'm sorry, but at a certain point you have to say no. You know what? Well, let's, look at WrestleMania. Let's let good storytelling drive what we're doing. Let's not let's forget about our son's ego for a second. And let's focus just on the storytelling. Yeah. And Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon would not even be a thought in your head if that was driving your decision making. Don't forget, AJ, they had a phenomenal triple threat match right before WrestleMania. AJ Bray, John Cena, that could have easily been invented SmackDown. So, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. they could do it. They've exactly. done it. So, but I guess we'll see where it goes in the weeks coming. Um, so finally, uh, these next three matches actually all tie together. So we had Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. Yeah, very underwhelming. I gave it um, two and three quarter stars. Uh, I hate I that gave I gave it a big old bag of poop. I, I hate that I gave Shinsuke a match below three stars. Um, and let me just say something real quick. As much as people want to say that Shinsuke seems off on the main roster, Baron Corbin is not a technician in the ring. Yeah. He, I mean. I don't even I could argue that he doesn't even deserve to be he deserves to be on the main roster, but I don't think he deserves to be in title contention right now. No. I think he's like a mid card, you know, really good heel. Yeah. But not I Can't think they elevate him way too much. Yeah. So I think Shinsuke is motivated by his opponents, which is why he's put on classic with Sammy in NXT, Samoa Joe in NXT, AJ Styles in New Japan. You yeah. know, Shinsuke can go on. But I feel you can like have a good match with the broomstick though. 
I think he could if he if he if he wanted to. But if I the think broomstick the broomstick was less awkward and and goofy than Baron Corbin, then possibly. You just made the list. I think the issue with Shinsuke <laughs> is that New Japan's booking scheme is very futuristic. So the matches happen what like in space. There's not a weekly television product. I said the minute he debuted. I do not want him on every pay-per-view on every SmackDown. I just don't think he's that kind of wrestler. Yeah. And I understand you want to you introduce did, you him. I, you know, you want to introduce him. I get it. But I don't think just putting him into feuds is a good idea. I just don't. Yeah. But uh, so this match. Just ha- treating him like everybody else you're saying. Don't yeah. do that. So Baron Corbin kicked him in the nuts, which yep. I liked for the fact that he knew he was going to lose. But yeah. I was afraid you and I both thought that this would go to SummerSlam. Yeah. It didn't this past SmackDown. They had a much better match. Mm, so much If better. I gave this two so and three quarters, better. I'd give their SmackDown match three and a half stars. Because yeah, I thought that it was good. To. Shinsuke looked good. Shinsuke won definitively. Baron Corbin looked all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where. Well, so then that. So that's that. That yep, is that so match. That Do you have anything? Um, well, no. I mean, we we're ultimately getting to the match okay. that they made for next week. I just week, didn't know so if you had anything about Shinsuke about, Baron specifically. Um. I mean, I think we may not have seen the last of it, but again, we can, we okay. can so, get there. Then we have let's talk about how flag. shitty the flag match was. Yeah. I mean, so, spoiler alert. That's a good thing. I don't even have much to say about it. I yeah. gave it three stars because it was there. I mean, the effort was there. They it had high there. spots. It sure was there. The table spots were there. So yeah. I couldn't give it under three stars because it was a quality match. It just was so long. 21 minutes yeah and so slow the way they're limping towards mm. the it was just why wouldn't i mean you have the fear of like you know disrespecting the american flag but why not mm. why wouldn't rusev just throw it yeah like throw the flag oh, no, no, no. break yeah. the flag yeah remove that little stupid the hole thing, that, thing where you, that you place the flag in, yeah. yeah no so, I, I agree. Um, when rusev's close to putting the flag in and they're wrestling it why wouldn't Cena just push the thing he's yeah. trying to plant it in off the podium? It didn't, so didn't make sense. that was just there. Rusev wasn't even on SmackDown. I feel so bad for him. Yeah. Um, so I don't yeah. even know what's happening with him. Uh, I do think that him and AJ could have a U.S. championship program. Maybe not right away, but going forward. I think that those oh, would be quality matches. Shane's going to be wrestling Kevin Owens. Well, yeah. So then uh, finally we have the Punjabi, the Punjabi prison match, hmm. which uh, – was definitely the best Punjabi prison match they've ever had, which is not saying much. Yeah, but, no, it's uh, not. It's not the, saying much. It's hampered by the whole four doors thing. Why, if yeah. one door opens, why not go for the other door? Like, Ginger's going for that door. Why wouldn't Randy run to that door, open it, get out, you're done? Because then Maybe you can't you're prevent both out. from getting out. Then mm-hmm. it just becomes a race. Yeah, but... Uh, no, I'm, I'm with you. It's I a guess. lot of leg tackling. I don't tackling. know. I just feel like... A lot like of leg tackling. So the Singh brothers were... A lot of were, people away from things. The Singh brothers were under the ring. Now, he called question, it. Question about, like, how this all you works. Let me bask for two seconds. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no I'm yes, kidding. I'm you, kidding. Um, the Singh's were they the under there the entire night? Like, yes. how does that work? Uh, they were so under there the entire night. The video was pre-taped. Sorry? The video promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. The magic of TV... Because otherwise, like, I mean, there's... How do you stay under there that long? I just think that's, like, weird. Like, you, you don't think, think there's any, the like, underground thing? No? Probably not. I mean, you, there's no way it's in every arena in the country. There's yeah, definitely a chance not. Certain arenas have something like that, and they know which they are, and they book accordingly. But that's kind of seems crazy. Like, a thing I made up, because I'm just trying to rationalize it, because yeah. I, I was also thinking about that. But I think they just get paid lots of money to where you're like, you know what, I'm under a ring for a few right. hours. This is my job. This is my life. Good day, sir. So, uh, nonetheless, you know, 
when they got out of the first cage, it was a decent match. There were some spots. The, of course, the Sing dropping from the top to the bottom was a great spot. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was good. I didn't expect it to happen. Yeah. Um, I did predict I, to myself, and I wish I texted <clears> you because it would have been cooler, that while we were predicting last week's show, I'm thinking, you know, they introduced the Great Kali into the storyline a bit by saying that Ginger looks up to him. That's why he's picking the match. I was, mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe he'll be there. My only thing was, like, I heard he had bad health concerns. Like, I didn't know if he could, like, you know. Yeah. I didn't know what he well, would he do. Has, he has a company in India. Yeah, that's it. That he right. apparently hasn't wrestled for in years. That's what right. I had been hearing. So I, I yeah. certainly ruled it out in my head. Yeah, he runs that school now. Yeah, okay. So, But then I was thinking there's also 1.3 billion people in India if they're trying to get to that market. Yeah. Whatever the case may be, he came out. Uh, looked decent. Game to weight. Oh, well. Yeah. Happens. Um, but, I mean, he could still move. His knees could Yeah. Be, he had to climb a couple yeah, rounds. Yeah, absolutely. And he, so, he essentially, Randy Orton would have won, but he choked Randy, which, I mean, J- Randy Orton got the John Cena treatment in this match. I mean, he yeah. got protected yeah. by More so two guys and a seven-foot former world champion who, yep. despite his lack of wrestling ability, was still a former champion. And you can't teach that! Yeah, when it was Randy versus Jinder and the two Singh brothers in the Punjabi prison match, he still all but had the match in the bag. That spot where he got shook off the top over oh, that was my cool, God. man. And that, that was, was very awesome. that was very carefully done. I feel he like it, it. You know, arm you, strength. A lot that. of room for error Absolutely. there. Yeah. So that's why I gave it three and a, three and a quarter stars because it was creative with the ending, and I did enjoy parts of it when they were out of the cage. I don't think it was a once total they got dud. out of the ring. Yeah, the wrestling match started to yeah. become good once but they even had like, gotten out of the ring. Yeah, but, but even like the sudden RKO in the ring, like I thought it was built like well. You know, yeah. I don't want to yeah. see it again ever. But it was yeah. decent for what it was. Yeah, yeah, Randy, yeah. and I got to give Randy the credit for that because he's Definitely. been building this shit up. Yeah. So now on SmackDown, Ginger Mahal is demanding SummerSlam competition, which even though the commissioner and general manager are both there, so they could easily make that match themselves. That's a small thing, yeah. but whatever. Um. So Ginger is saying, "I'm demanding competition." John Cena's music comes out. Everybody thought it. John Cena's John music Cena, comes out. John accompanied Cena, by John Cena. Yeah, the horn hit the horn hit the horns as I he like said. That. I did like his promo. I did like how he actually built yeah. up Ginger a bit. It made sense what he said. Definitely. The whole ending segment, uh, You Can't See Me, Hit the Horns, that was clever. That was good, yeah. Um, and then Daniel Bryan comes out and says, opportunities are not given here. They're earned. Even if your name is John Even if your name Cena. is John Cena, which I liked. John F. Cena. But what I didn't like, Daniel Bryan says that, you know, you won a battleground, but somebody else won tonight. Shinsuke Nakamura. So next week, John Cena, Shinsuke, number one contendership. Mm. I think they missed a huge opportunity having Shinsuke's music hit here. The crowd, for I feel like, would have went crazy between for, a Cena face, and... for John Cena and Shinsuke to yeah. go face-to-face. Then you have Daniel Bryan come out. Yeah. Just to have it announced, and then you know Shinsuke was resorted to just doing the You Can't See Me backstage. I don't yeah. know. I just think it was executed just the wrong way. And next week, well, see, I don't I... know... I feel like that might have that confrontation might have teased a match that we're not going to get. I don't think we're going to get the Shinsuke John Cena dream match that you wouldn't you would, might initially. But my point think is that there's still. That. So do you think the match is not going to happen at all, or do you think they're going to get in the ring? Because I feel like no, I think they're going to wrestle a little bit. I well, just that's don't what think I'm saying. That's, though. I think so something first, will prevent it. Storyline will prevent it from yeah, being the match that we all hope. Right, it will. but I still wanted the first ever 
John Cena Shinsuke face to face in the ring to be something special, just like be. the John yeah, Cena AJ had thing was face to face. No, but what I'm saying is that I wish it happened last night. Like yeah, no, I know. announcing I know. that just ruined it for me. Yeah. Like it would have been oh, okay. the unexpected okay. when John okay. Cena AJ Styles when met you're face to face. Suddenly looking at John Cena versus yeah, Shinsuke like, face to face. Yeah, I feel like that face. was such okay. a good moment. Like I the got you. John Cena AJ thing was so. Um, yeah, I don't think the match next week is going to go really far unless no, yeah. it's a. I'm guessing we're going for a triple threat match. You can't have John Cena or Shinsuke lose or pin each other and not yeah. do it on pay-per-view. That would be the worst decision ever. Man, who would have thought six months ago that we'd be watching John Cena versus Shinsuke Nakamura on free TV to get a match with Jinder Mahal for <laughs> yeah. the WWE Championship God, at SummerSlam, of all places. So, and actually... Not me. Instead of Baron Corbin interfering with Shinsuke, which I guess could still happen, you do have the Singh brothers as well. So there's yeah. another built-in... So, oh, yeah. Uh, no, and the... Is the Great Khali... Have yeah, I'm starting was, to think that that's be... not a, 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 a. I I don't because think because he that's wasn't there good, on SmackDown. Yeah, so, okay. I don't. I mean, it's possible, but yeah. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. So um. It doesn't matter. Oh my God! Imagine they do like a tag team match. Imagine they go towards okay. like Shinsuke and John versus Kali and Jinder instead of a title match at SummerSlam. That would be they're not gonna terrible. End. No, well, I don't put anything past them. I don't think so though. What about but, Orton um, too? Maybe Shinsuke Orton and Cena versus. The four, a th- four on three handicap match. Oh God, would be. Awful. Yeah, I'm assuming Randy's going to be taking some time off. Um, I'd like to see Randy and Kevin Owens match, but that's yeah getting too far right now. No, so, yeah. Uh, that is this week in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, big week. In a Next nutshell. week is going to be very exciting, and uh, that is it for us. This is the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. You can catch us on Twitter. Uh, me, Jimmy Moorcraft at drmoorcraft.com. Dot com. <laughs> You got my name is J- for your my- Twitter handle. <laughs> my name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can catch me at Dr. Moorcraft. And um, you can catch me. I'm Liam. Catch me if you can. I'm like Leo DiCaprio in that way. But I'm on Twitter sometimes, and I'm at Real Huge Actor is my handle. It's spelled like a name. Not a website. Yeah. So uh, that's going to do it for us. And subscribe. Not and com. Interact I'm, with us. I'm at Real Huge Actor, not com. Not com. And uh, that's going to do it. So long, guys. Take it easy, guys.